Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate you asking me back. Uh, start there. We'll work our way to the vaccines, which uh, some of them are working their way into the state even as we speak. But let's start there. That's the first question people will ask. Uh, hospital space, uh, specifically Prince Avenue, uh, the, the capacity there, how does it stand today? So, Tim, we are seeing probably the highest surge of COVID patients, COVID-positive patients that we've seen throughout the entire pandemic. So it's definitely uh, stressed our hospital and every other hospital that I know. But I think, uh, you know, we have plans that we've laid out here over the last eight to ten months in anticipation of this. And we are opening up new COVID units as we need to. We're trying to protect our staff. Um, and all those things right now, it's really kind of a puzzle each day, but, it's, but, but we've, we've developed a good skill set to being able to piece that together and, and keep it running. So uh, right now we're, we're doing well. Uh, we're full. Uh, it's very busy, but uh, our staff and our, our capacity are, uh, are doing very well. Dr. Robert Senior, Chief Medical Officer, Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. We're full, okay, and we're hearing that about other hospitals as well. But full with who? Full with what? It's not all COVID patients, is it? No. You remember when we had this first conversation several months ago, um, there were uh, the hospitals were full at that time, but the vast majority of people had non-COVID illness. And to a large extent, that's still true, but the percentage has changed some. So a lot more of these folks in the hospital right now are COVID patients. Uh, one of the conversations we had, and I don't remember if it was you, I think it was with uh, the CEO at Piedmont, Michael Burnett, said one thing that has changed since since the earlier part of the year, the spring, uh, in April, May. Uh, then, he says, uh, you, you bring in a patient with coronavirus, that patient goes straight to ICU. Says now that's not always the case, in fact, not usually the case, whether we've learned things uh, by way of treating these patients or, or the virus itself, not as severe in some cases. Uh, typically now, more more often than not now, I'm led to understand that a coronavirus patient can get a room in, in general population, whatever you call it there. That's correct. Uh, we call it the med surge uh, floors uh, where you know, medical or surgical patients get admitted with who do not require ICU care. So, again, the vast majority of people who contract COVID will not require um, hospitalization. Those that require hospitalization, the vast majority of those don't require an ICU. So uh, we are seeing a lot of improvement in those curves. We do track that. And I think the interventions and what we've learned are making a significant impact on it. You know, it's, you can really split it up into two things. One is prevention, and then the other is treatment. And uh, as soon as we get to the right point, we'll talk a little bit about both those, um, those arms. Well, let's go there now. I, and let's talk first about prevention. I, I have wondered almost from the first, and as I see these case counts continue to increase, I wonder if there's any such thing as prevention. It, it strikes me that we have tried to contain, for the better part of the year, have tried to contain a virus that probably escaped containment a year ago. Uh, grand scheme of things, is, is that even feasible? Well, that's a great question. I think a lot of people... I kind of uh, talk about that each and every day. And, you know, if you listen to the experts around the country, that first effort 
to kind of contain this, so to speak, as you put it, was really an effort to make sure that we did not overrun the hospitals, overrun the health care system. Uh, I don't think that they had any illusion that we would stop the virus from spreading, but they wanted to control the rate of spread, and I think to a large extent they did. But I think we're, where we are now, though, Tim, is that, you know, each time we uh, get through one surge and get to a little bit of a lull, then here comes another one. And so I think people are, are, are tired, and I think uh, letting their guard down, uh, it's very easy to do. You and I just talked about that a little bit before the show. Um, you know, you don't always not shake hands. You don't always keep your distance. We don't always wash our hands or wear a mask. That we, it's, it's incredibly important to, to do that, even now, in the face of what may be the best weapon we've had, uh, and that's the vaccine. And that really probably has the most promise to really prevent this from spreading anymore. Now, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the vaccine, the distribution, the availability. Understand, and this is happening, I gather, today. We, we got the Pfizer vaccine last week, some of the first vaccinations at Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center back on Friday. Moderna, those uh, dosages starting to roll into the state, I believe it is today. Should we and will we? This occurred to me last night, and I don't, know, I don't even know how important this is, but it occurs to me to wonder, are we going, is that going to be the next debate? Am I going to be team Pfizer and you team Moderna, we're going to divide up into camps and fight that one out, or, or should we? No, I don't think we should. I think both of these vaccines have been demonstrated to be uh, very safe and very, very effective. And, uh, you know, people, some people are a little bit frightened by the rapidity at, at which these came out, but uh, all the precautions were taken. Uh, I think instead of uh, the FDA following their normal protocol where they do steps serially. They did a lot of these steps in parallel. Thousands, if not hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people uh, have been through the trials. Uh, and again, it's, it's been demonstrated, both of them have been demonstrated to be safe. Uh, and, and what's even just as important, they've been very effective. So multiple sites around Athens right now have, all, have already started uh, administering the vaccine. Yeah, um, your know, hospital, St. Mary's, uh, where else? Department of Public Health. So a lot of people are uh, gaining access to the vaccine there. And so uh, the goal is, is, you know, let's just get this out any way we can to as many people as we can. And, uh, and we really need to spread that education out there because people need to accept this and, and, and really embrace it. This, this holds the promise. This may be the key. Dr. Robert Senior, the uh, the chief medical officer, Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. That said, I don't just walk into the health department. I don't just walk into St. Mary's or Piedmont Athens Regional and say, where's my vaccine? There's a protocol. There's a, a triage, if you will. Uh, we've, we've heard about the pecking order, the, the first-line responders, the health care workers, and the folks in the nursing homes who may start getting it as early as next week. Uh, tell me about the process of deciding who gets it and when. Well, of course, everybody understands, you know, the federal government and the state kind of control the distribution to each of these entities we just talked about. But once the, that entity receives it, then the priority becomes uh, trying to uh, administer this to health care workers first, uh, as well as people who are in care facilities, those who are most susceptible and those who encounter the disease uh, in a most intimate way, so to speak. So I think that's going to take us I don't know, I'm just estimating this, but probably in the next four to five to six weeks, 
we will have uh, hopefully saturated our health care workers. And then I think at that point, um, you know, pending what the supplies look like, I think then that it's going to start to become offered to the public and, and, and other, other entities. Um, you know, I think if you think about it, uh, law enforcement, firefighters, um, those who are involved in the food industry, you know, all these people are critical, uh, teachers, uh, all these populations, I think it's going to be uh, critical to reach uh, with this vaccine. Do you have it? I don't know if you walk around with this kind of number in your head, uh, but to this point, almost a week into it now, how many folks at Piedmont Athens Regional, generally speaking, have been uh, have been vaccinated, inoculated? Well, I don't have an accurate number off the top of my head, but I would estimate somewhere between um, – 100 and 150. We really started in earnest yesterday and a little bit the day before. Uh, today is a big day. Um, probably over three or 400 people are scheduled to have their vaccine. Uh, I know St. Mary's is doing the exact same thing in terms of offering it to hundreds of people. I don't know what the Department of Public Health, I don't know how many they've been able to administer to, but we hear a lot of people are going there as well. Are, are those anybody getting turned away at this point? Again, the concern that the, the general public, if you will, starts showing up. Have we had to say no to anybody yet? Well, remember, right now the general public, probably the, they don't really have an avenue that they can call up and schedule an appointment to go get this done. It's mainly being offered to health care workers. But uh, at some point, I think that will become the process where you just you call a number and you schedule an appointment and you go in. Um, and, uh, and again, that's probably more than a month away. Now, I, I erroneously reported, uh, Dr. Sender, that you and some others had actually received it on the first day. Uh, you had not at that point. Have you, or, or how quickly do you plan to get it? Well, I think the, I don't know when I'll get it. I, I will get it as soon as it's offered to me, but I'm really not a priority. I think, you know, you and I, as much as we may want it, we're really not the ones that are, uh, in the emergency room or up in the ICUs or on the floors where these patients are. And I think those folks really ought to be front. They ought to receive it first. That ought to be our priority. Dr. Robert Sender, Chief Medical Officer, Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center Hospital on Prince Avenue in Athens. Thanks for your time this morning. Best of luck moving forward. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Tim. Merry Christmas to you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.